0: Alignment is like a term of balance. It's like harmony. It's like being an ultimate harmonization with your best self and your optimal place mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and just really calibrating with the vibrations that are around that optimal place, that inward journey of recognizing where you are and where you want to be, and then aligning with the habits that bring it.
1: Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Lucy Bird Hope. Lucy is a mindset coach, holistic guide, spiritualist, and author of the book Daily Alignment Tools for Your Mind, Body, and Spirit. And that is exactly what we are talking about today how to get into daily alignment, how to come back when you get pulled out, how to navigate stress, set up a practice, and really make sure that you are anchoring into that alignment, that well being every single day as a daily practice. You're going to love to hear Lucy's story, how she arrived at this place, how her book came about, and all of her top manifestation hacks. I enjoyed this conversation so much. There's so many juicy tidbits on manifestation, getting into alignment, and truly changing your life. So without further ado, let's welcome Lucy onto the show. Hello, Lucy. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. How are you doing today?
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. I'm doing really well.
1: Nice. We were just talking about how it's fall at the time of recording. Do you like fall is fall? You're kind of your jam?
0: I do like fall. However, that is a new and intentional like. I have been a summer girl my whole life. In the past three years, I have really set an intention to move into fall and embrace it instead of resist it so much and then kind of waste it. So this is the first year I'm really embracing it. So I can say yes, I love fall.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. That is so funny. I feel like our parallels are just Almost trippy. I am exactly the same. I'm always summer, summer, summer. And then a few years ago, I'm joking to my husband. I'm like, I feel like I need to mature and I need to start to appreciate fall because I spend the whole time just dreading that winter's coming. <laughs> and also my birthday's in the fall. So I could just celebrate that. But I've always just been like, I want to be bare feet and in the in the sun and at the lake. But I too have started going, no, this is beautiful. The crispness in the air, the leaves changing. Um um, the whole vibe that shifts into this inward sort of energy. And I've been also intentionally just going like, let's mature. Let's mature with the seasons and appreciate fall. So I love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is too neat. Yeah, it's, it's kind of more fun this way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, and to talk all about alignment, I want to hear about your book and you know what you do and your tools for what even alignment means to you all of these things but why don't we start with just who you are and where you are and what you do and we'll just kind of start there.
0: Yeah. So I am an author. I wrote a book called Daily Alignment. This is my baby. And it is a compilation of tools to balance your body, mind and spirit. And I have been really excited to spread that message. And along with that, I am a holistic guide. So I see clients one-on-one and in group settings and promote physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. And then I also co-own a holistic beverage company called Holism, where we highlight the natural properties of the ingredients and foods. And we have a weekly podcast there. So anything mind, body, spirit, sign me up. (laughs) I
1: hear you. That is so, that is really, really cool. Health has always been so important to me. I started out doing nutrition consulting, but just to bring in the mind, body, spirit with the health aspect, just to be that, because a lot of us are multi-creative, multi-passionate. So I love that you do things that are quite different, but also all under the umbrella of that mind, body, spirit, health. So that's really cool. I love just hearing, you know, your passion and and all of that and the different sort of businesses you have your fingers in. That's so fun. Um, So why do you think, like, what's with alignment to you? Where did that come from in your life? And, you know, what even led you to writing a book about all of these tools? And, you know, yeah, why is that so important to you?
0: Yeah, great question. I feel like alignment has become the theme of my life, because many years ago, I was so out of alignment. Like, I feel like it was being out of alignment that led me to alignment. I went through a really painful part of my life a couple of years ago, and I was just waking up every day feeling awful. But throughout the day, whether it was from a therapist or a friend or a book I was reading, I would learn some different way to feel better. And by the end of the day, I'd be doing okay. But then the next morning, I'd wake up just feeling awful again, just automatic negative thoughts, depression, anxiety. And I figured out I could circumvent this if I wrote the things that I learned down on a piece of paper and put them right by my bed. And then the Mm -hmm. moment I woke up the next morning, I grabbed it and I put in my mind these things that I knew worked for me. Mm -hmm. And eventually that page became pages on pages and I self bound it into a book for myself. And that is where Daily Alignment came from. I was encouraged to publish it. And here we are. It came out in April. So it was a really organic part of my journey. And everything in the book is a direct result of something that I went through and then realized oh, this is what alignment feels like. This is what mind-body-spirit balance feels like. Now I want more of this and I just want to keep going in that direction and um, harnessing that momentum and that power.
1: Mm, I love that so much because first of all, just... I believe it's so potent when it comes straight from your life, right? We can all teach about breath work, but if you're not doing breath work, then who are you to teach yeah. about it? So I love that you are, you brought together these real life tools that really helped you, which just energy wise is just going to translate into the book and, you know, really help people. But I also really appreciate the bite sized nature. And I'd love to talk about that um, of these what 80 plus 85, did you say there was um, these different tools and, the cat you know, strategies, because it's not one size fits all. And I'd love to hear your take on that. It's not even one tool that you go, yes, is going to work in every situation. It's it's just not. So you have to gather inside, especially seekers, we're all seekers listening. You have to gain that toolbox inside. So how beautiful that you put that together for yourself and then put it together for all of us so that we can, we can learn from you. Um, so I'd love to hear your take on that, like the bite-sized practices and how it's not, you know, one size size fits all.
0: Yeah, totally. So every technique in the book, and you mentioned they're like about 85, but everything is just like, I'll show you um, like a page long or a page or two, like each concept really easy, really simple um, so that they can be digested. And I did that for a reason. It was based on my needs. When I wrote the book, when I was in a Depressed or anxious state, I couldn't focus enough to absorb a traditional narrative or a whole book. I would read like three pages and then have to like move on with my life. And the 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 people like read the power of now. You're like okay, but in the meantime, exactly. exactly. (laughs) And I do love that book, but it's like I needed the the juicy nugget from it right then and there. And I do have some quotes from it in my book, and that's kind of what I tried to do was just take that really bullet point that phrase that really gets in and it's like the action step is the call to action and the nuggets of it and made that the book so that anyone who's struggling can easily read it is one great thing about that. And then another cool thing is that you can just flip open the book and read from whatever page presents itself. Like I'll do that sometimes as the theme of the day. Or you can read the book forwards, you can read it backwards, you can pick out a chapter that looks good to you. There's um, how to ha- harness the power of your body, as well as your mind, as well as self-care exercises and life skills and activities to do in times of crises. So mm-hmm. it kind of hitting from every different area. And I I love sharing that. And I'm glad it resonates with people. And then it's just kind of funny for me because it was just out of necessity that I did that for myself. Mm -hmm. that was really Mm -hmm. all I could I could take in and there's something about bullet points in life like kind of having a an easy reference because during life we get maybe we for me I get up and I feel aligned and I'm ready to take on the day and then before I know it my mind is scattered and I'm all things have pulled me out of alignment so it's really nice to have this book on hand and just refer to it anytime I need it that relief or that recentering
1: Mm, I love that. And it sounds like it's a mix of, like you had said, like life skills, but also like times of crisis, because say, you know, you're doing that, you've centered yourself, you're all good. And then a thought about money or a text that did or didn't come through and something throws you off we have to have not only the awareness of say like, okay, this is my ego or this is my fear, or this is my wounding, but also the physical tool. And I don't know how much you get into it. It sounds like this is also your jam, but in the last few years, I've really discovered like the nervous system even deeper. I hear everyone talking about it. I'm like, what are we talking about? So there's the different angles that we need to address things. There's the, I need to calm down right now. You know, my blood sugar need or my blood pressure, maybe blood sugar, but <laughs> blood pressure needs to come down, get out of that fear have the awareness, but also the physical tool. And people ask me all the time, like, what do I physically do? So I just love that you've brought that in. Um, Do you, do you practice with the nervous system and having that awareness? I'm sure that's some of the tools in there. Is that?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it was interesting for me when I was getting into this work, I couldn't figure out why uh, I would go into with the best of intentions and, a heated situation and I couldn't keep my cool, no matter how much I intentionally was like, okay, I'm going to keep it together this time. Before I knew it, I was triggered and I was reacting back. So I started researching and finding out that all that was happening was totally normal. My fight or flight system was being triggered. My Mm -hmm. sympathetic nervous system was being triggered. So sympathetic is that That fight or flight, so where your palms are sweaty and shaking and your muscles are trembling and your heart is racing and just kind of all of those feelings, those are all signs that your fight or flight has kicked in. And it was really helpful for me to recognize, to identify those so that then I could recognize them and go, Mm -hmm. okay, my my breath is really rapid. That is the signal. My fight or flight is triggered. Let's pause before we Mm -hmm. move on. Mm -hmm. My hands are sweaty. Let's pause. So creating these systems that alert me to pause is a really great way to that I found and recommend to clients to start working with their nervous system. Mm-hmm. And then I will bring in ways to actually calm it. So it's like, OK, my hands are shaking. And so I know to pause. And now I'm going to put in some of those techniques. And some of the easiest ones are breathing. So intentional breathing taps us into that parasympathetic nervous system that rests and digests that calmer state. And my favorite uh, breath breath technique is box breathing. So that's breathing in for a count of four, holding for a count of four, breathing out for a count of four, holding for a count of four. Box breathing has been shown to neutralize your electromagnetic field. So it's a really mm. powerful breath. And just doing a couple rounds of that can tap you into your parasympathetic nervous system. And then combined with that, an easy, another easy exercise is to check in with your senses. So simply label everything in your environment that you can see, that you can taste, that you can smell, that you can touch, and that you can hear. Hearing is actually our fastest sense and evolutionarily that helped our ancestors be readily alerted of approaching danger. But now we can use that as a hack, as the sense that's easiest to tap into in order to get out out of our mind. So like for me, if I've got a lot of thoughts going, I can ground myself by doing a sensory technique and just labeling anything I can hear, like an air conditioner unit or a fan or my breathing. And over time, that skill has developed, like I can hear more things and clients will tell me that as well. So it's it's kind of a fun game, too. It's just labeling things you can hear, doing this box breathing. And then a last technique that I like to do is a little more tapping into the mind. So you've done the couple rounds of box breathing, you've gotten into your senses, and then it's simply labeling anything in your environment that you consider to be a positive aspect. This is an Abraham Hicks concept, who is a wonderful spiritual teacher. And basically it's just looking around in your environment and labeling what is positive as opposed to negative. So that can be anything as simple as the pleasing color of paint on the wall, or the lovely sweater someone's wearing, or the nice temperature it is in the room, or a pleasing color of lights, or a wonderful flower you smelled. It's it's basically just, it's kind of like gratitude, but it's different because you're not reaching for something overarching to be grateful for, like your life, because sometimes your mind gets involved and you start thinking of how that's not true. It's just literally labeling what is positive and not negative in your environment. And it's it's a cool way to build momentum of positivity into your life and to let it it keep building organically. Mm-hmm. So those are oh my, my favorite kind of like one, two, three, a round of box breathing or a couple tapping into the senses and labeling positive aspects. I do those like all day long
1: that is a major formula for a mood shift that is beautiful and it's so funny we're so connected I love it I do that with the senses and teach clients about like the easiest way to get to the present moment which is basically what you're talking about is to just start by like what can I hear what can I see what can I taste like engaging the senses and as well as the positive aspects I always will say like just see the pluses which is from Abraham Hicks and everything you're talking about and just noticing like right as you said all those beautiful examples um it just helps for it to pop out at us and then of course we start manifesting and attracting more of it but in the moment it helps us to go from like everything is shit to wait a minute the sky is beautiful or I feel comfortable I love this shirt or you know right now I'm nicely full that was a good meal and just kind of focusing on those positive aspects especially when we want to manifest I I 100% agree. And I love that little um, just to do that, like the box breathing, the senses, the positive aspects, it just feels like a major mood shift. So I'd love to ask your definition or how you explain alignment to people because everybody has an idea. And I think sometimes it can even be different from person to person. So what would you describe as getting into alignment? And you were saying you used to be out of alignment. So what does that what does that mean to you?
0: Yeah, I will say a good word that is similar is balance. So like I, I really connect with the Taoist or Taoist concept that there is this middle path of life and that everything is always trying to find its optimal center point. And in our path of life, we are swinging from and oscillating from one extreme to the other. And if we can set the intention to find that middle path, that's kind of like continually continually going towards the Tao. And so I like to look at everything as far as, okay, well, where am I now? Let's just take mind-body-spirit alignment. Where am I now in terms of my body? And where do I want to be? Like, okay, do I want to have certain nutrition going, certain exercises going, certain breath work going? What do I want my optimal body alignment or balance to look like and then where am I now where am I unbalanced where am I out of alignment and where do I want to be and then really highlighting those things in terms of your body in terms of your mind in terms of your emotional state and in terms of your spiritual state those four different bodies um, really identifying it like that can help you see which ones are out of balance and then see where you want to get them into balance And then just setting that intention can bring the skills and the tools and the habits and the things that align align the things that bring you there can come into your experience a lot more once you've identified where you are and where you want to go. So I guess I would say. Alignment is like a term of balance. It's like harmony. It's like being an ultimate harmonization with your best self and your optimal place mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And just really calibrating with the vibrations that are around that optimal place For you, because we all have different bio individual needs. So, a lot of it is that inward journey of recognizing where you are and where you want to be, and then aligning with the habits that bring it, bring that alignment. Yeah. So, word,
1: So describe alignment without using the word alignment. I think you just did the best job of that. Seriously, let's all just give you a round of applause here. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. I, I hear you. I get it. I was thinking that I'm like, it's kind of like being in balance with your higher self. And then you basically <laughs> said that and you said it so beautifully the habits and the practices, and that's what you've done with the book and by nudging people and encouraging clients and your community to come back into these practices. So I'd love to hear your take on like, so you're describing this, What about when people almost feel like they are just in balance or just out of balance, or like one day I will be in balance? Like, is it something that it sounds like you're kind of saying it's something you come back into every Mm -hmm. day? So, is it something you just get into and then you're like, okay, cool, I'm in balance? It's like, you know, I'm good. (laughs) Is that how it's been for you?
0: (laughs) Well, you said the pivotal phrase it's like you're aligning every day. That's where my book, Daily Alignment, comes from because I do feel like it is a continual oscillation of this optimal center point that is always kind of moving because we're always moving. So it's, it's like, yes, you get into alignment and then new things may come that get you out of alignment and then you level up to a higher place of alignment. It's almost like a continual, constant, eternal, infinite alignment.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why you needed all these different practices to bring you back. And you'd be like, okay, good. I did the thing before bed. And you'd wake up going, ah crap, the lack is back or the, you know, low self-worth or whatever you were dealing with. And then you have to come back into it over and over. And I think that's just so important for everyone listening. Like, You you know, some of you have heard the episode I have about the wobble, and I just so believe that the wobble, I see it from spirit, how it's really built into the experience, and it is actually part of you finding your higher path. And I'm wondering if you discovered this, but those times that we do. We do those things that are in our highest good. We're moving our body. We're doing the breath work. And then there's times we get out of it. And that feeling of like, ugh, I feel ugh, that actually is part of the path. Because when we get back into it, we've learned a little bit more. And that wobble tends to get less big. It's like the pendulum, right? It goes to one side to the other. And pretty soon that wobble does even out and become smaller because you use your tools because you come back in and then you don't have to experience such massive highs and lows on the daily. Um, Do you find that that by using these tools, you actually have like a smaller swing in how you're feeling?
0: Definitely. I view it like When you're bowling and you have those bumper, the guardrails on either side, if you've ever bowled, it's like, or like, if you have a, if you're riding a bike and you want to put on the training wheels for a little bit, like, I feel like it is a constant realignment and noticing when I'm out of alignment and getting back in. And thankfully being out of alignment for me doesn't feel good. And over time, I feel like, you know, that's true for anyone. It's just about observing that and noticing that. So I have the lovely gift of when I feel bad, it motivates me when I'm out of alignment it motivates me to get into alignment. And it is, it is a intense journey for me. I'm someone who has lived with anxiety for a while and, um, or it's been part of my experience. Um, and so, I align the moment I get up and then by five seconds later, I'm out of alignment and I'm realigning. I play, I probably do the listen, senses, positive aspects like over a hundred times a day. Mm -hmm. I am continually realigning, realigning, realigning. And I believe it helps me a lot when I work with clients and other people because I'm going through it all day, every day myself. So it, it helps with me spreading the message of it. Um, but I have found I've just accepted that um, one of my tools for my book helps me with that. You know, instead of wishing that I didn't have such an intense mental landscape, I've just thought, well, how can I harness it? And then how can I help others with that? But for me, it is a constant um, practice of alignment. It is really all day and, and all night, too. I mean, if I wake up in the middle of the night, that's a really powerful tool to be able to soothe yourself in those moments instead of criticize, like, oh, I'm only going to get so much sleep and then start spiraling and counting down the hours. That's all your self-talk. And so for me in those times, I'll pull out the book and go through ways of self-soothing and telling myself it's going to be okay. And then somehow that helps me get back to sleep. So whether it's morning, noon, or night, I am aligning.
1: (laughs) That's really powerful. I just appreciate you being so honest about it. I really feel like we just need more teachers being real about what this path and this middle way looks like. And for you to literally write the book on coming into alignment and to share that it's an all-day practice, quote unquote, even for you, right? Because I teach manifestation. It doesn't mean I'm wound free and high vibe all the time. I'm the first one to be like, you know, share. I go through overwhelm and triggers and like, this is, but this is using the tools. And I just, it's really refreshing to hear that because I think a lot of people listen and they think everyone else is in alignment and they're not in alignment. And it's this black and white thing. And it's just not, it's the intentional decision every single day to come back to center hundreds of times or however many times that you need to. Um, And that's just really powerful. It's really refreshing because it's real, super real. (laughs) So what about for people that, maybe they're listening and they do feel like they would say, I'm so out of alignment and it's been so long. And I know that I want to be like moving my body more and taking care of myself more, but I just feel out of it. So obviously order your book. And while they wait for Amazon to deliver it, what are some of your tools for people that feel like it's just been so long since they've experienced that deep connection to themselves?
0: Yeah, I totally hear it and and validate that experience and and understand I've been there. One thing that I like to do, I use this my, practice myself and share it with clients, is when you're bringing on something new. So like when I'm bringing on something new and um, so say I was just starting this whole process of getting into alignment. It was just kind of day one and I was feeling really overwhelmed that my first step was supposed to be integrating some new habit. So I tell clients, don't worry about that. Don't worry about doing anything first. Just have your first step be cultivating a positive nurturing nurturing relationship with whatever it is you want to bring in. So if you're wanting to bring in alignment, you can just start repeating a mantra. I have a positive relationship with alignment. I have a positive relationship with new habits. I have a positive relationship with well-being. I have a positive relationship with starting new things. Whatever it is that's kind of it's kind of like the step before the step it's warming you up and nurturing this relationship and creating a really easy way to slide into the actual habits by making it easy because it, it, it's hard when it's hard, <laughs> for lack of better words. So I found that to be a good thing. Like For me personally, recently, I was doing something with my diet and changing that around, my nourishment. And so and I and I felt a sticking point with it. and I started realizing I was so focused on doing this thing, not eating this thing and eating this thing that I was having resistance and all this stuff going on. And so I stopped and I took it back a step and I said, I have a positive relationship with nutrition. I have a positive relationship with food. I have a positive relationship with nourishing myself. And before I knew it, I wanted. To eat Mm -hmm. the foods I was trying to incorporate. And I wasn't craving the foods I was trying to release. So that's just an example. You can apply it to anything mind, body, spirit. Um, But if you're applying it to alignment, it's just I have a positive relationship with alignment. I have a positive relationship with well being. I have a positive relationship with taking care of myself. Whatever starts to Mm -hmm. come up for you that allows you to just nurture that relationship and cultivate and pave the way for the, the bigger steps.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Because it is like, I have a positive relationship with myself, because, you know, someone in that position is kind of going, Oh, I've abandoned myself. And sometimes, you know, we're cripplingly self aware, (laughs) that we are hard on ourselves about it. And it's about just incrementally coming back, if we're talking about alignment, the way to get back into alignment with you know your higher self isn't through self criticism so i love that just like that slow rewiring of like no no i have a positive relationship with myself with self care like like you said whatever is important to you Um, I thought about that and I was thinking, oh, I have a positive relationship with money or what, you know, things that people are wanting to manifest that really beautifully brings in the positive aspects and the Mm -hmm. sort of reprogramming and that type of work to start to shift. I also like to bring in willingness because willingness Mm -hmm. is really the beginning of everything. If you're unwilling to see something different you're not going to. So if you're feeling way out of alignment, but you're just willing to get into alignment, that could be a beautiful one too. Like I have a positive relationship with being willing to get back into my center. I am willing. I don't know how yet, but I'm willing. That's even, you know, that that's something that'll walk oh, you through. That's a
0: good one. I, I love that. That's like a step before the step before the step. I like that mm-hmm. one. Um, Mm -hmm. that's really powerful because
1: I've noticed that before I I suffered with an eating disorder for like a decade. Um, and in that time I realized like, I just was not willing to love myself, to nurture myself, to be gentle. I'd have a flu or a cold and think I should still be at the gym. I was not Mm -hmm. willing to even heal. And as I started to move out, I could look back and see how unwilling, not even in a fault or anything, but just like, I had no idea. I wasn't even open to that fact and then i as i move forward i notice times when i'm like yeah i'm a little bit unwilling to budge on that or see something differently and so yeah sometimes we need to walk ourselves there for sure and i love the breaking down though the practices because that makes you practice willingness you know to i'm willing to box breathe i'm willing to come back to this present moment that shows that willingness to move into that higher place
0: mm-hmm. i love the willing that's an important mm-hmm. one yeah. That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um I yes, I just love this conversation so much and I know that you also are interested in manifestation. I'm hearing your language and you're mentioning people like Abraham. Um so I'd love to hear your interpretation of like the connection between alignment and manifestation and even just what are your, you know, the way you see it some of the most important things when we're looking to manifest. Um yeah, your hacks I'd love to hear.
0: <laughs> yes, great question. Well, I will say one of the things that I really resonate with is that I and anyone can do anything that they ever think of or dream of as long as they as long as they are in alignment with their higher power, with their highest mm-hmm. self, with their inner being, with source. Um so I feel like manifestation and I say that because that was a big thing for me in my journey of learning manifestation. I did study Abraham Hicks' works and when I first was studying and practicing, I thought, "Okay, great. I get that I have uh, the power to manifest anything." But initially, I was manifesting things that looking back were in alignment with my highest path or highest power inner being. So they didn't unfold quite well. And then I studied more Abraham Hicks and I got the concept of, okay, how will I know it's in alignment with my highest self? I will feel really good about it. I will have positive thoughts coming forward about it. I will have positive impulses coming towards it. I will feel joy about it. I will feel compelled to go in this direction. And then a huge part, so it's kind of this initial phase of manifesting is feeling that inspiration, feeling like I want something whatever it is that i want to manifest so it's kind of the first step having a desire and then allowing the that internal guidance to guide you to that desire like i mentioned lining up with thoughts that feel good feelings that feel good impulses that come after you've done a meditation or when you have a really clear mind and then the huge big part after that is receiving Mm -hmm. It is it is the easiest yet I would say the hardest part about manifesting is once I realize this new desire that I'm craving and I'm feeling all sorts of positive feelings about it, then I release it to my inner being and focus more on my alignment with my inner being and not so much obsess over the thing that I want. And as I continue to walk this benevolent aligned path, the manifestation appears in front of me. Mm So I think that kind of answered your question, maybe, <laughs> but that mm-hmm. is that's how I feel, have felt my way um, into it. And I feel like manifesting is a lot of... At the beginning, trial and error, too, like learning what it feels like to feel an impulse come from your inner being, learning what it feels like to differentiate between the automatic negative voice in your mind and the clear guidance that com- comes in from your source. Mm-hmm. So like that p- experimentation, I guess, is maybe better than trial and error. because There aren't any errors. Right. Mm-hmm. So experimenting with your own language and your own receiving sources language, and then just viewing it as a playground like that, that you're putting that lightness around the manifestations that it's all just for fun. And we're just here to create.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much. And I love that you're, you know, basically saying like, it's, it's just harder to manifest. I don't know, personally, I have such a deep path, like basically everybody listening that we kind of can't get out of this without growing. <laughs> and I say that to people, like if traditional manifestation hasn't worked for you, it's because you're here on a soul growth path and we can't just bypass that and get a bunch of stuff like our soul wants growth for us. So alignment is like a spiritual assignment. It's not just the thing that allows you to manifest. It's like you I kind of can't avoid that work. So getting into those pockets every day, even just like those simple exercises you're talking about that shift your vibration, you want to talk about vibration, like attracts, like when you're shifting your vibration back to better feeling constantly, that's just going to impact your manifestations. But when you're also learning how to look after yourself, your mind, body, spirit, everything you're preaching here today, um, when you learn how to look after yourself, you're also getting the memo from spirit. And that's the thing that I see so much with my clients. It's like, you just can't, people that are older souls, people that are here for this transformation, you can't get out without transforming. That's the thing, right? We're like, I'm here for transformation and I just kind of want the money. And they're like, okay, but you need to go through the transformation. So coming back to daily practices, coming back to alignment, like that is the work, like that truly is such an important piece of all of this. Um, yeah, it's just, it's powerful. It is manifestation, right?
0: <laughs> I love that you say that. Yes. Something that I resonate and repeat to myself every day is that alignment is my true job here. Being mm-hmm. in alignment, everything else is really secondary. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I was saying to a client today, like your. Literally, the words, your full ass time job is to look after yourself, to nurture yourself, to love yourself. That is your full time job. And that will lead to the manifestations as well. It's just that we often try to bypass it and just be like, well, what do I do to make more money? What do I do? Get into alignment. That shit is powerful.
0: <laughs> Did you
1: find that as you started doing that, that your manifestation shifted and what you started? just naturally attracting the people, the situations. Did you find that started to shift?
0: Definitely. Definitely. A concept I really resonate with is Abraham as well. And it's, the concept of being ready, that we can't receive anything we're not ready for. And they break it down on a vibrational standpoint. And it's that if I'm a certain vibration, and I'm vibrating at this vibration, and my manifestation, the thing I want is vibrating at a certain frequency, well, I better become the same frequency as the manifestation. And then we're in alignment, and we draw towards each other. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel like the having alignment as my job is what's also bringing the manifestations because being in alignment in my body, mind and spirit is getting me ready to be ready. It's mm. it's that's the daily work that's getting me on a higher vibration. That's bringing me the manifestations that are at that higher vibration. So yeah, yes. it's really cool. It's it's cool. It's like a progress. It's a continually continually it's a momentum building. So it's like continually vibrating in this one higher direction. And then that naturally sheds the lower vibrations as I move forward Mm -hmm. in more resonance with higher vibrations, which naturally brings me more things that are along that same higher vibration, which include a lot of the manifestations I want.
1: Yes. I love that. You just perfectly like laid it all out. That's so true. And I love how Abraham talks about like, the high-flying disc. And I remember something really stuck out that I heard her say once um, near the beginning of the Abraham, like my Abraham work. Um, and I heard her say something like, we can't come down to you. You have to come up to us. And that's the thing is your manifestation cannot come down in vibration to you. That's again, the spiritual assignment is learning how to come up to it. And that's why we do healing work and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's not that we have to keep, 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 keep healing. We just need to release what's keeping us Weighed down in that place. But with sort of daily practices like this and coming back into alignment, you incrementally upgrade your vibe. And then, exactly as you said, now you're up there with your vibrations. And that's the place where like high vibe stuff is true. When you're high vibe, you're vibing with your vibrations. It's just sometimes we can't just go like, I just need to be high vibe and try to bypass everything else. It takes some work, but it is true. It's still true, you know.
0: Yes. Yes. I, there's one thing I heard recently that gave me some peace. So I'll share this. I was talking to a fellow spiritual friend about why, why can't we all like, why can't we just manifest winning the lottery? You know, or like if I have psychic abilities, why aren't they just the lottery lotto numbers? Right. Mm -hmm. And she said the coolest thing she said that she had learned that or like studied That basically, if since we have these life paths, like whatever I'm meant to do on this life path, say I won the lottery today and then I moved to some Caribbean island and didn't do any of my life path, Mm -hmm. then my spirit nor the collective spirit would have benefited. So Mm -hmm. hearing that helped me feel a lot like it just shifted. I could see the purpose. I could see how you know, that's just kind of a light example, but it can be applied towards many things that maybe we want in our life. And it helped me see the divine timing and not to feel so frustrated, but to just keep walking my path and serving my purpose and then letting things come at the right time.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely hear you with that. Um, it's this like, well, but if I'm intuitive, like, why can't I just have all the answers? And what I always hear to that is giving you the answers doesn't actually do anything for exactly. you. That's, that's always what I hear. And working with clients, a big part of it is intuitive. And a big part of it is their spirit team. And I'm passing on messages and there's, you know, my client's get that concept, but there is this tempting, like, what do I do? Just, can you just tell me if this is the right job for me? And sometimes there's that pull of like, yes, this feels like a great idea, but can I lead you path one through 10 and tell you what day you're going to win the lottery? Like, no, because that wouldn't actually serve you or deliver you the lottery numbers that wouldn't actually serve you. But the nudge I get even just now, as we're talking about it, is they're saying that But if we discover our personal power and win the lottery that way, then that actually serves you. It's not that you can't win the lottery. It's not like if you win the lottery, you can't. You know what I mean? It's like you have to win the lottery or lose the hundred pounds or meet the soulmate out of nowhere through the personal power, not just through sitting there going like, please, please come on. Where the hell are my abilities? Like that's a different vibe. But discover your personal power and then, yes, you can heal the thing and win the lottery. No problem.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, you give me goosebumps all over. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Which is why your book is so important. And I love this. Um, oh, it's So good. So is there anything else that you want to say um, in this just, you know, words of wisdom and about alignment manifestation being on your path before we start to wrap up? And I would want to I want to hear more about your book where people can find it. But is there anything else that you feel that you want to say today?
0: Just that well-being is natural and flowing towards all of us. It's our birthright. So it's just about aligning ourselves with the habits and the tools and the practices that bring that natural well-being to us. But it is available to all of us and the power is within each of you.
1: Mm, I love that. I love that so much. So where is your book? Where can we find it? Is there anything else that you want to share about it um, to everybody listening?
0: Yeah. So it's Daily Alignment by Lucy Bird Hope, and you can get it on Amazon, Amazon, and other, other big retailers, or you can also go to my website and order it, which is LucyBirdHope.com. And that's L-U-C-Y-B-Y-R-D-H-O-P-E. And I'm really excited. My audio book is releasing very soon. So check that out. And then my Facebook and Instagram are Lucy Bird Hope as well. So I'd love to connect. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Thank you. I'm going to put all the links below. Um, yeah, congratulations on the book from someone. <laughs> I'm just in the process of writing and editing while well, the editing has swallowed me up. That's where I am. But just really good job, like getting this out into the world, because there are a lot of people listening that have a message to share. And, you know, these types of tools, how many of you listening have been gathering tools in some form or another? And it's just so important to pass this on. And it's a huge labor. It's <laughs> birthing a project into the world. It's huge. So good job for you. And thank you for bringing it out into the world so that we can benefit.
0: <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much. It is. I love you say that it's like birthing because it does feel like my baby. I mean, I just, it's, it's um neat to have it out there. So I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. This has just been such a great conversation um, to everyone listening. Make sure to go find Lucy on all the socials and order the book. I know it's just going to be, you know, amazing. These tools are so important. So, thanks again for this conversation. It's been so nourishing and so awesome.
0: Same. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to co-create.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode on the awakening her podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation between me and my guest. And if you did, we would love to hear from you. Come find us on Instagram. All the links are below in the show notes. Take a screenshot that you're listening to this episode, sharing your takeaways or your enthusiasm for the show. Tag us both over on Instagram. And if you do that, I will send you a free gift. I really do hope you enjoyed this conversation and I will see you in the next episode.